Welcome to the Wisdom School, a podcast by the Perennial Leader Project. To learn more and support the show, visit us at perennialleader.com. Something that I'm just really curious about is, and we've we've kind of been talking about it throughout the conversation, but you know, wisdom traditions all seem to point to this truth of interconnectedness, interrelatedness, and yet we can experience ourselves as as separate or or cut off. And then maybe like a part two, which is probably so counterintuitive to someone that doesn't have a contemplative practice, but a contemplative practice can help one to see their interconnectedness and interrelatedness. It it seems probably for someone that doesn't have that experience to be very counterintuitive. How do you make sense of all oh my that. God, there is such an interesting paradox there, Joshua. <laughs> so I'm a longtime meditator, and that means I periodically go on a big retreat for anywhere from three days to a month. And those retreats are always in silence, right? So you're sitting on a cushion in silence next to person A on your right and person B on your left and person C here. And I swear to God, by the end of that month, you feel more deeply connected, like you know this person in a way that's profound and you've never even talked to them. You've sat next to them for a month, breathing in and out, breathing in and out. And there is this profound sense of intimacy, of knowing. And I think that's because we're engaged, two things. First of all, in, in the meditation, we're engaged in a process of knowing ourselves. You know, part of the, the Buddhist call meditation, one of the traditions calls meditation familiarization, familiarization with myself, with how I am, with the vast, beautiful world inside. And in the silence and in the being together in silence and quiet, somehow my vast inner world just raises the person on my right and the person on my left. And there's this profound connection. That's A. B is meditation is thought to be I'm alone, right? But actually, and I write about this in the book, the way we learn to be alone to tolerate being alone in the first instance is by being alone in the presence of a, of a trusted other. So I write about the, an experience I had when I was three and I was on the beach playing with my little pail and the, and the shovel. And my mom was right over here, my beautiful mother in her pink bathing suit and looking gorgeous and not particularly paying attention to me, but I knew she was there. She was right there. So I felt safe. I felt contented, and I felt absolutely at ease because she was there to drift and play in my own world right there. And slowly, that mom gets interjected, gets incorporated 
And when I'm sitting at IMS or wherever, she's there. She's inside. I've interjected her presence. Mm. So the only way I can be present to myself is because I learned to be present in the presence of the trusted other. Does that make sense? Hmm. It does. I'm curious to ask, maybe this is not the greatest question in the world. What does that look like in the mundane? You know, is it possible to tap into that in the mundane trip to the grocery store? It, it seems possible to me that even walking around the grocery store, if you can remember to maybe realize that you're connected in a way with everyone there, that there is some sort of in maybe a much smaller way to realize that, you know, at, at any moment, do you think that's in, in how, you know, if so, how does one move a step closer to that? Dude, it happens all the time. We have little moments of knowing the true nature of our interconnection. I was on the, on the subway in Boston and the green line is notorious for getting stuck in the tunnel. So the, the green line got stuck and I was stuck in this car full of people I didn't know for about two hours. And I began to look around and, and I saw the, there's the man with the briefcase who's clearly missed a meeting and he's so upset and anxious. And there's the woman who's just happily reading her book. It's all fine. And all these different characters. And after a while, I began to think, this is my world now. But this is, I'm really connected with these people. We're all in this world together. And the very, the very peak of yoga enlightenment is the discovery that, and it says this exactly in the scriptures, it says, all sentient beings are made of the same stuff. All sentient feeling beings are made of the same stuff. When you have those moments of awakening, you know indisputably, I am made of the same stuff as that person next to me on the cushion or that person in the grocery store. We, we suffer in the same ways. Um, we suffer in the yoga tradition from greed, hatred, and aversion. Um, we feel happiness in the same ways. So um, there are these moments of knowing. You know, I, I had an experience. I'm, I'm up in the Berkshires in the woods, and it's quiet, and I calm down, and it's a beautiful sunset. And I'm going for a walk in the woods, and all of a sudden there's a deer in front of me. And the deer looks up looks straight into my eyes. And I have this moment of knowing, hello, friend, right? Goodwill effortlessly rises up. And the goodwill rises up because I know we're made of the same stuff. Those little moments remind us who we are. And we come back to them over and over again in, in memory. <clears throat> 
uh, because mm. then we go on about our business. The, the subway train finally moved and I got out, but I'd been changed. And I knew it because the violin guy in the subway, I gave him $10. I don't usually do that. But the sense of all human beings are equal members of one human family is something we know mm. and it arises from time to time. You know, in the winter, I go to Key West for part of the winter and they have big signs everywhere. And it actually says that all human beings are equal members of one human family. And they, you can get wristbands mm. that say it and it reminds you. And Key West is a crazy place. There's a lot of dark and a lot of light, but <laughs> it is the most open-hearted place I know in our country. Uh, highly philanthropic, open-hearted, and you see the bulletin boards and you realize yeah. they've claimed it. They've claimed what the yoga sages have been saying forever. All human beings are equal members of one human family. So that's a very high consciousness to achieve, but we all have it.